Hey friends, and welcome to the Team Canine Training Podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Dobkins, and on my podcast episodes, I dive into dog training techniques, methods, and the science behind dog training. I'll be discussing dogs, dog owners, dog trainers, and the dog training community. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode on the Team Canine Training Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Team Canine Training Podcast. I am your host, Natalie Dobkins. And in today's podcast episode, I want to ask you the question, how often are you rewarding your dog? And the answer is probably not enough. Um, A lot of the times whenever I'm talking with dog owners, uh, usually it's because their dog is doing something that is causing them some type of discomfort or pain. It's very inconvenient in their life, something to the extent where they want their dog to stop doing a behavior. And I start talking to them and I start to, you know, really divulge into their day-to-day life, you know, some of the different things that they're doing with their dog, so on and so forth. And inevitably, at one point or another, I ask them, okay, well, what are you usually doing with your dog during the day? Um, And how often are you rewarding them? And most of the time, I never really hear the answer of dog owners, you know, saying that they walk around with the treat pouch on them, um, or they practice existential feeding or hand feeding. And when they see their dog doing something that they really enjoy, like relaxing, or, um, you know, making good decisions where maybe they notice a trigger outside, but they don't start barking, Um, maybe they come inside when called, Uh, they're not rewarding their dog in these different situations. And When we are working with our dogs in training, it's really important to remember that if we want to have a higher chance of a behavior occurring in the future, you need to reward for it. And if you want to have a lower chance of a behavior occurring in the future, you have to correct for it or at least not reinforce it if corrections don't align with the morals and ethics of your training. It's a balancing act. But more often than not, we can often find ourselves more on one side of the teeter-totter, so to speak, when it comes to rewarding or correcting our dogs. Most of the time, it's because those things that our dogs are doing, uh, like counter surfing, trash diving, poop eating, barking, chewing, digging, jumping, leash pulling, whatever it may be, those things cause us a lot of distress. And so we pay attention to those things a lot more. Whereas in when our dogs are, you know, relaxing, uh, they are being calm, they're being quiet, they make good choices, uh, like going and hanging out in their crate, or listening to you the first time, whatever it may be, we kind of have a preset expectation that our dogs should just already be doing that. And then when we, when the dog actually does that, we don't actually reward them for it. But having that feedback to the dog is really crucial in helping the dog understand what is acceptable or unacceptable to do. And to be clear, the reward doesn't always have to be a tasty training treat. There's definitely a lot of dogs out there that are not going to be really excited and super food motivated. Um, Maybe they are, but it's going to be something for really, really high value, like hot dogs or chicken or whatever it may be. Um, And so sometimes it can actually be um, a tug toy 
or a ball, um, maybe it's affection. There's definitely some dogs out there that will 100% take affection and attention from you, having some personal play and celebration over eating food or playing with the toy. So finding what is really motivating to your dog and using that to your advantage. Food is just usually the one that is the most easily accessible throughout the day. It's something that is, you can be more consistent with it, um, especially if you do practice hand feeding or existential feeding. Um, And so I want to leave you with this idea in your head of perhaps if you rewarded your dog for the choices that they are making that are good and you want them to do more of that, perhaps you will have less things to correct. So moving forward, you know, going into the weekend, if you are listening to this uh, the day that this airs on Friday, maybe going into the weekend, can you start walking around with a with a treat pouch? Maybe it can be hidden on you. Can you put some little treats or some of their kibble into a little Ziploc bag and carry it around with you? Um, go to uh, maybe home goods, get little containers that you can, you know, leave around the house. So that way, when you notice that your dog does something that you already have accessible training treats right there, so that way you can reinforce them. And if you can't get to them, uh, then at least pointing out to your dog, hey, you did something really awesome. And here is some reinforcement for doing that instead of waiting for them to get to a point where they make a mistake or, um, you know, they are doing something that they're not supposed to be doing and then you have to go and correct them and that behavior that they participated in is further and further reinforced which means that they're going to be more likely to do it in the future so moving in through your training get into the habit of really paying attention to your dog noticing when they do really good things rewarding them for those good things and it doesn't always have to be food um, so that way perhaps you'll have less things to correct in the future so that's all the thoughts that i have for you today i hope you guys have a wonderful friday have an excellent weekend and i will see you guys in the next one